it's the biggest little show this side of Sin City. Once again, from high atop the Flamingo Hotel and Casino, overlooking the beautiful Las Vegas Strip. This is episode 26? 26? 26. 26 of the Trek Geeks podcast. Welcome. Thank you for following our travels in Vegas. I'm your co-host, Bill Smith, and joining me, as he does every single episode, is my co-host. He's money. He's so money. He's so money that he doesn't even know it. Unfortunately, the currency happens to be Zimbabwean dollars. He's the incredibly undervalued Dan Davidson. Dan, welcome back to Vegas. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to be uh, sharing with everyone what we have done over the last 24 hours. You don't have to speak so loud. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. All right. I'm just excited to I'm be here. I'm not awake. <laughs> we, uh, uh, we had a great day yesterday. Had a great night last night. Long night. Uh, and it's good to be here to tell everybody about it. We really did. It was a, a full day. Um, I don't know that we could have jammed any more into it. It was capped off by a search for taxi, which we'll get to later. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but first, let's dive right into it. Um, let's extol the virtues of starting your morning at Hash House and Go Go. Oh, my. Regardless of the location. You had no idea what to expect. No, I didn't. I know that you guys had told me it was good. It's right in the main hallway as people are heading down towards the convention area. Um, went into this place, got a great seat right at the wall, an open wall to watch people as they were coming down. Got great views of the unbelievable cosplayers as they were heading to the, uh, uh to the convention hall with the food. OMG exclamation point. <laughs> it was awesome. Hash a go-go. Is that what it's called? Hash house a Hash go-go. house a go-go. I'll tell you what. So you can't say I that. I can't even say it. I'm not even going to try to repeat it. No. Um, it was, it was I got the corn, the, the special, you know, what they're known the corn for, the corned beef hash. And I got to admit, when I saw it, I was a little scared. If anyone, when you were young and were a kid, if you ever played with Play-Doh or ate it like Bill used to, um, you would have these uh, these little devices that you could, like, make kitchen things with. And the, the hash looked like Play-Doh that went through one of those meat grinder part things. But it was so delicious. It was so, so awesome. Well, after that, we spent the first part of our morning in the exhibition hall, also known as the dealer's room. Yep. Test driving, firsthand, yep. playing yep. Star Trek timelines. We actually saw the game. We played the game. And I have to tell you, the folks at Disruptor Beam could not have been cooler. They were fantastic to us. They let us play for as long as we wanted. Um, and then they asked us about our experiences afterward and videotaped them for the developers, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, that's very cool. They said that they'll post them up on the website, so we'll... Uh... Uh, we'll send you. We'll put the link in there once it's up and available. If you want to hear what we had to say, the game looks awesome. I one of the things I said is that it's too bad that Star Trek games over the years have not really, they haven't had a good track record. Right. There's been few and far between. We talked about that a few podcasts ago, um, but uh, this one looks looks really really good. We'll get into the details in a second, but first I got to throw out props to uh, uh, Alicia, Katie, and Kyle over at Disruptor Beam who really took care of us while we were there. Absolutely, great, great group of people. Um, had great conversations with them. Uh, then they sat us down at the table and gave us some iPads and reset the game. I had the fortunate or maybe unfortunate for those people standing around, the iPad that was hooked up to the big screen, so everybody got to see what I was doing. Um, that was pretty cool. It was awesome. Uh, graphics are, oh my god, the graphics are phenomenal. And this was the alpha. They haven't even, they haven't even, like, fixed it up yet. Yeah. I, I would not have known it was an alpha. Yeah. Because, 
you know, most alphas I've experienced are incredibly buggy mm-hmm. and slow no. and choppy, and this did not happen with timelines whatsoever. Nope. So if you're here in Vegas, and if you've not gone to the Disruptor Beam booth for Star Trek Timelines, please go. Yep. Check out this game. Um, play it. I mean, because you can't. Yeah. They talked about it last year. And now there's finally something you can get in your hands. And the big thing is on their banner, they actually have almost a date of when it's going to be released. What day is that? Fall of 2015. So fall of this year. Yeah. But sometime within the next few months. Yep, absolutely. So that is probably the most exciting thing I saw. I mean, aside from the game, which was, I'm not, we've talked about this, I'm not a huge gamer. I can see myself playing this game Mm -hmm. regularly. Yep. So I think it's, that's probably the best test. And it's gonna one of the good things, if they do it right, which I, I think they're going to, as with any game that you play on a mobile device, it's made to be a time sucker. You want to be in that game. That's what they develop them for, so that you're playing all the time. This has that potential to do that. It really does. Were there any other aspects of yesterday's con time that, uh, that really stuck out to you? Again, just like with the first day, walking around that dealer's room is... Is, is awesome. Uh, I, I love seeing the, all the different uh, actors and actresses that are there. They're so friendly to everyone. They're willing to say hi. Uh, Chase Masterson was over at the um, uh, Star Trek Online booth. Uh, she walked away from her booth for a little while to go over to that booth to look at some new features that are coming out. Mm. She's going to be in the game again, for those who don't know that she's already been in it, as a holographic leader. She's right. going to be in again later on. Um, that was great. We did go over to the uh, main hall. Uh, mm-hmm. For the um, Leonard Nimoy tribute, yes, and I will say that quite frankly, I was expecting more from Creation because they have done such a good job with stuff in the past. It was a fantastic tribute. Don't get me wrong, but I I was expecting more just because of the level of what Leonard was. Right. Um, it was a slideshow with discussion. Uh, with Larry Nemechek was on stage, and yeah. it was great to have him on there. And uh, John Tenuto. Yeah, and they had great uh, memories and discussions. But I wanted to see—I wanted to see really some really amazing tribute videos. Um, they do a great job with music and videos and stuff like that. Didn't see that, but um, they also threw in some great um, convention appearances of Leonard's through the years, which was very touching. His very final speech that he gave in Chicago in 2011, yep. I believe. Yep. Uh, was very nice, but I just I wanted I wanted more emotion, emotional tribute, and and I didn't really see that unfortunately. Because it was Vegas, I wanted them to play the tape of his last appearance in Vegas, mm-hmm. or at least the last part of it. You know, where he essentially you know bid us all a, a fond farewell, yeah. and there wasn't a dry eye in the house, including his. Yeah. Um, I thought that that would have been nice because it was the same venue. Yep. Uh, but I I get it. It's time. I mean it. Ran for at least the whole tribute, probably like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was close to, it. and then Adam Nimoy came Adam out came afterwards. Out. And right. um, I, I thought I, it was very, it was respectful, it was well done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it felt like it felt like there was a, just something that that was missing, just one piece, and I can't, I don't know what it was. Yeah, maybe they just didn't want to have an over the top thing because then it would be you know right. sensationalizing him or something like that, and they wanted it to be a nice well, you know respectful tribute or something like honestly, that. Honestly, you don't want to bum everybody out. True, that's true. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's I, I think it's a loss that a lot of us still feel very viscerally, mm-hmm. and maybe that was the thought behind it. You know, we don't want to bum everybody out and make everybody cry. Yep, but let's celebrate, you know, the times we did have. Right. And in that, if I look at it through those eyes, I guess I, I, I can see it absolutely was a great tribute. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I won't lie. There were a few times I had tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. it was it was great. Some of the old pictures were really interesting, and uh, um, uh, I'm hoping that uh, people don't take what I said as that I didn't like it because I did. I right. thought I thought it was great. I just I was expecting a little more based on what I've seen from creation in the past. Um, moving on, one of the other things that was great is we finally get to get a couple autographs yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to go over and and get an autograph with Renee. Uh, and I was over in line with uh, to get an autograph with Nana because we like to get autographs from the people that we've had on the show. Um, she was fantastic to talk to. I, I thanked her for coming on the show and put down the autograph, uh, uh, the, the picture for her autograph. She remembered us. She shook my hand. She said she had a great time. I believe she said something similar to you. Very much so. When you came over, so it was great to see her. Um, so all in all, uh, at the convention today, uh, yesterday, it was it was a great day. We we saw a lot of stuff and had a lot of fun. Met a lot of people. We really did. Then we uh, we came back. We played a little golf last night. It was a little warm. Well, yeah, a little toasty. A little toasty. <laughs> uh, after we played golf, we went across the street to the Town Square Mall here in uh, yeah. I guess it's right on, on the outskirts. On the outskirts <laughs> of the the deep south of the Las Vegas Strip. It may just be the outskirts, but it's not very. Close when you're trying to get a cab at two in the morning. Yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> and we went to a fantastic screening of oh. uh, the White Iris, uh, which was presented by our friends at TrekMovie.com. Um, and uh, many cast members and production people for oh, Star yeah. Trek Continues were in attendance. We want to be in the first ones there because we finished golf and said, "Well, let's just head over to the theater." We yep. had no idea the theater had a bar. The theater had a bar, and we went and sat in the bar as you do when you're in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and and really had uh, had a very interesting pre-screening evening, um, and I want you to, to give the details of that if you would like because it was pretty fun. Yeah, so we're trying to figure out where this place is. So we, we figure out where the theater is, the AMC Town Square, eighteen or sixteen or whatever it is. Yeah, and uh, so we get there and we're talking to the, the the young man who's you know taking the tickets, and he's like, "Well, you know, the line forms out there." And like. Well, can we form a line in the bar, essentially? <laughs> because there's nobody here. He goes, yeah, you guys can go in the bar. So we go in and we each get a drink. There's four of us. And um, we're approached by another fan who is on his own. Yeah, let's, let's, put, let's put it in perspective of what's going on. There's not many people around. Uh, there are a few people in the bar. But this gentleman it's happened like, to have a Star Trek shirt on. It's like about 10 o'clock. I was getting there. It's like about yep. 10 o'clock. Yep. Yep. Uh, 10, 10.30. And, uh, and I see him at the bar, and he's by himself, and he's got a Star Trek shirt on. I'm like, oh, cool, another Star Trek guy. Finally, somebody else is here, because I wanted to, there to be a lot of people. And then he starts wandering over to us, and I'm like, okay, who's this guy? And I noticed that he had a very special Star Trek shirt on. Um, it was a, it was one that I've never seen. It, it looked like a cast shirt of some kind. It had Star Trek Continues, and it had the White Iris name, and the production date, or something like that was on it. I didn't really actually, uh, uh, get the full the full look at the shirt but he comes over and says hey you guys look like star trek fans and like yeah we're here for the screening and we get to talking to this guy very very nice guy turns out he's he works at the star trek continues uh facility he is one of the prop people uh really nice guy name is dave arland he uh he puts props in uh um for the shows and as we all know pretty damn nice props because everything looks Authentic from the sixties. Yeah, so we're sitting there talking with with Dave, and Dave couldn't. Dave was fantastic. Dave awesome. told me nice. We had a great time chat with him, and he gets a call from Vic Mignogna. Says, "Oh yeah, hey Vic's on his way over." <laughs> well, like, yeah, Dan, Dan gets into his little fanboy squeal. Like he's just seen the Beatles come off the plane in New York City before the Ed Sullivan show. Um, you know, tears streaming down his face, <laughs> snot bubbles the whole night. And so Vic comes on over, and you know we have a great time chatting. He takes we take a couple photos with him, yeah. and then Michelle comes in, yeah. and 
Michelle says hi to us, and Michelle and I wind up reenacting a scene from The Miracle Worker somehow. One of the which funniest was... things I've ever seen in my life, because it just happened, and you both went with it, and both did such a great job. You should be in Hollywood, sir. I'd like to thank the Academy, <laughs> and I'd like to thank my very forgiving uh, acting partner, um, Michelle Specht, yeah. who guided me through that scene. It was great. Uh, rather, rather amazingly. I, I couldn't have done it without her. It was it was great to finally really meet them in person. I mean, we yeah. got to we got to meet them real quick yesterday or the day before uh, as they were running to get their stuff set up. But we got to actually um, hang with them and talk with them for a few minutes. Two of the coolest people. Uh, and as we said later on uh, during the day, is they're just like it's not like we're you know it'd be one thing you know it's, it's like Dustin Hoffman or some Oscar winning actor comes and talks to us. You're gonna be like oh my god we're these. These as as awesome as they are, as what they're doing with Trek continues and and Vic's career and everything. They are famous and 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 it's it is fanboy moment from time to time. They are so just like us when it comes to Star Trek. They are fans of the show. They really are. There was a great panel discussion after the screening where yeah. they took questions, talked about some of the uh, the decisions behind uh, writing the episode. You know, uh, cast members were there. Whether it was Chris Dewan or Kipley Brown or Cat Roberts or director James Kerwin yeah. or you know, um, the sound editor, Ralph Miller, yeah. a whole bunch of people yep. who, you know, uh, there was at least a dozen people up oh, there. Oh, yeah, taking, when, they was, you know, when they were standing on, at the, on the, on the thing, the whole, the whole line was filled yeah. up. So I apologize if I left anybody out, but it's early for me, technically, <laughs> because we've only had a few hours worth of sleep. So, Dan, what are you looking forward to today? Let's start putting a, a wrap on this one. You know what? I think today, today's going to be a casual day, I think, even though today is the quote-unquote big day for the convention. Um, the 20th anniversary discussion of Voyager is going to be happening today. I know that there's going to be some Deep Space Nine things going on on stage. Um, I'm just kind of, I think today's going to be kind of like a just chill and whatever happens, happens day. I do want to go and meet uh, uh, some of the folks. I want to go over to the, the continues booth and say hi to some folks. I do want to uh, say it was, in addition to Michelle and Vic, it was so awesome to meet Kat in person last night. Love that woman. She's so great. She's always been so supportive of us and loves Star Trek and Star Trek continues. So it was great to meet her. Want to go over there and say hi to them. Um, Got to do some shopping and stuff. So just basically a whatever happens, happens day. Excellent. Well, that does it for us. We're going to get some coffee and head over there. And uh, we will talk to you all tomorrow. So until then, uh, live long and prosper from Las Vegas. Coffee. I guess you know what I'm getting. No. Coconut. <laughs>